listener. It's four o'clock on a Saturday. And coming into the studio, I have Adam Close and Matthew Quirk. Maybe others, not sure. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, hanging out on mutinyradio.fm and .sf. Here, it's a beautiful day. It was a gorgeous day. My walk here from the Tenderloin was perfect. Uh, in the background right now, we have some flat black plastic playing for you. But we will get to some comedy here for this lovely afternoon. Get your chuckles on. Make you laugh. See what happens. Um, They might tell jokes. We might podcast. I don't know. But until then, enjoy Flat Black Plastic until Matthew Quirk and Adam. I saw Matthew Quirk parking the murder van. And um, they're going to be right with us. Thanks for listening. Donate. Mutiny Radio. Venmo. Or just come down and give me some money with a mask on. Okay.
close in the house. We were waiting for Matthew Quirk. That would be a quorum. We could tell jokes to each other or talk about stuff. I don't know. Whatever. It's a Saturday afternoon in the beautiful, sunny Mission District of San Francisco. Hey. I hope you're doing what you got to do to do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll be back with comedy in a second. Why not? It's, it's the afternoon. I, actually, now that Adam's here, I'm going to go buy myself a drink. I don't like to leave the place un, unguarded, you know what I mean? Okay, I'll be back. Flat Black Plastic, MutinyRadio.fm. Thanks for listening.
joined in studio by Adam Close and his cute dog. What's your dog's name? Her name's Blanche. Like the Blanche. Look at my shirt. Oh, look at that. Oh my yeah. gosh. No, so here's all right. So here's my favorite thing. Uh, Rose is talking about Blanche on an episode, and she goes, and I like to say this about my dog in a very non sequitur way, and people have no idea what I'm talking about, so it's perfect. Um, Rose said about Blanche, she said, when I met you, I thought you were a snob and a slut. And now that I know you well, I know that you're not a snob at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Right? laughs> so she's like, a big I slut. Like, I like to say that about my dog to people that I just met. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? What are you trying? Are you slut shaming your dog? Like, it's a joke. I actually don't drink, so you can have oh, this. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. So get closer to the microphone. Why, um, what was, what was the decision that tipped the tables that you decided not to drink anymore? Oh, I, uh, caused a really bad DUI accident uh, in, my, DUI. in my early twenties. And so, uh, very, very, very long story short. Yeah. I haven't drank since like 2012. So we did exactly the opposite situation. I got in a DUI and rather than my responsible choice was that I'm never going to drive again. Oh. So you chose not to drink. I heard about guys like that. Guys I that chose like, guys not to that drive. would ride bikes. They were like, they figured it out. They got the bike. It's like, all right, touche. Yeah, touche. It's the reason I moved to San Francisco. I got a DUI in San Diego, and it was really bad. And I probably should have died when they, when they took me to jail, and they showed they showed me some smashed cars, and they're like, hey, look at that car. Those people are dead. When you see your car tomorrow. Think about this car. Those people are all dead, and you're sitting here with just a broken nose. And I was like, I didn't mind about the broken nose. I was like, whatever. But, I mean, I don't know how I – I'm very, very lucky. But I went to those DUI classes, and they were like, so how am I never going to see you again? Or what are you going to do next time? What's your plan? And I was like – Yeah, I actually had gotten like a, um, a drunk in public before, and so it was – I had a drinking problem. There's no way. There's no way to deny it. These are cool motorcycles. You guys yeah, hey, uh, it's funny. It's Joey funny. Mock is the uh, artist who's so, who has the motorcycle work. So once I got out of prison, how long were you in prison for? <laughs> Twenty months. It's, it's oh my god. So once I got out, I didn't have a driver's license. So this dude from San Jose, who was like a plumber and also an alcoholic, who like coincidentally, he was one of my bunk mates at fire camp, but like. I saw him like three weeks out at a club and I wasn't drinking, but he was drunk at the club. And so mm. this guy was telling me about all of the game about how to stay sober. So he wasn't doing well, but uh, he told me about these loopholes with the motorcycle. Uh, it's a, it's a bike with pedals and an engine. And because it has pedals, it counts as a bicycle. And so if you don't have a driver's license, you can get one and drive it in the bike lane. Wow. So I was over here in Daly city going to SF state, driving that from Ingleside to Daly city, Damn. an electric one. I got pulled over like nine times by Daily City Police, man. But you don't need a license. I didn't have there my he is. I didn't have my license, but I um, it was legal. It was I wasn't, legal. I wasn't breaking the law. Well, and they um, so when I moved to San Francisco because they had public transportation, one of the things, that, you know, these little these dumb scoot things, they were beta testing them, and they had said to me, they kept calling me. They're like, "Why don't you want to beta test this thing? You don't need a license. You don't need a license," and I was like. No, I'm not going to ride your crazy scooter all around San Francisco with no license and no idea what I'm doing. But they were just, they were beta testing it. So it's another one of those loopholes. You don't need a license. Yeah, I'm surprised more people haven't gotten hurt on those. I know. 
and all of those dumb well, they, scooters. Well, they turn off after night, so that's a pretty. Or they're supposed to, anyways. <gasps> that's a that's a that's a was a pretty. Imagine if your car's turned off after night. It's like all right. Well, that's with the breathalyzer thing. We're gonna we'll do jokes. There's a quorum of people. We don't have to um, podcast. We were just doing it to kind of wait for you because I saw the murder van go by. How was so, the gun show? How was the gun show, Quirk? Are you guys podcasting? Um, yeah, we don't. We can do actual comedy. Adam's here because he wants to do jokes. I think. I definitely want to. I, def- I definitely want to do jokes. We can do both. Yeah. The gun show is weird. It's sort of like a uh, Burning Man decompression party for uh, you know re- the red states. Was everybody masked? Uh, there was a lot of masks there. Yeah, good. it was. And, That's and, good. Yeah, but it wasn't so distant. I sort of got in and got out. I looked around a bit. It wasn't really as gun showy as I thought it was going to be. They're selling a lot of tasers and accessories. And but are you in the market for a gun, Quirk? Uh, yeah, I have uh, kill and eat a wild boar uh, oh, right. on my list of things that's to right. do. That's right. And, uh, you know, it's it's a long way from even if once you kill the boar, which is a long way away from where I'm sitting right now, getting that thing into edible form back at your house is another like whole thing. Yeah. And uh Luckily, you can bring your house to the boar. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to keep it in out of refrigeration. I can't really salt it and keep it on top or something. Do you remember me telling you about the van conversion pages that I'm in and how it's all hot chicks? Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe I didn't get into it because if it's all hot chicks, I, you know, I have a girlfriend. I can't be just staring at hot chicks. I have a wife, and Trisha was like, you got to check out these van conversions. Right. That, that would be a fun life to live someday. Yeah. And I was like... These are all hot chicks in here with these vans. Like what? Like I feel like there's some weird. Dis- They've gone full circle. It used to be creepy guys. Now it's hot chicks. Like that it's was. All, the- it's exclusively hot chicks. Yeah. Do, would anybody like an edible? I have in that little box are um, uh, caramel walnut caramels that I made yesterday. I think and, I'm. I think I'm gonna pass. Yeah, and the the other ones in there are a macadamia. I don't know if you'll get the macadamia are a little harder than the, the you walnut. See, you seem like a good really passer. Good. I, need to, I need to be responsible. Yeah. You seem like a good passer. That's a smart move. Yeah, I'm. I'm more of a. And, uh, I'm more of a Hufflepuff puff you're a, passer. You're a thinker. That's what it is. Um, so, so the gun show was great, and you didn't buy a gun. It bow wasn't and arrows? great. Were there, were there bows and arrows? That's the way you should kill weird. the boar. Hold on, well, okay, I love these people who arrows. still get their shit from a store telling me how I should take a knife and wrestle a boar to death. Like, oh, my God. Uh, shooting one is enough of a challenge. You know, you could wound them and then sneak, get up to them, and then they're like, you know, I'm not that hurt after all, and still kill you. Like, that's extremely dangerous. Sure. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So I've bow and arrow, them. Jesus, I want to kill it in one shot painlessly is right. the idea. Um, so you're gonna have to practice some archery, right? Yeah. So bow and arrow is like probably ten years away if I started doing bow and arrow right now. Gotcha. Uh, Ancestral so, skills, ancestral yeah. living skills. Um, you don't want to go the way of Robert Baratheon. Mm. True. Uh, with, so, yes. So cuidado. Yeah, but he didn't have a whole. I mean, he had I'm some options. He, but he didn't a, by a boar in a hunting accident. Yeah. But not really. His wife killed him. That was just she, like. She drugged him. Well, let's face it. In those days, she that drugged him like a woman. Instead of slitting his throat. No, well, no, that's a that's a literary thing. That's right. not me it's, being. It's not, no, no, it's, it's not just no, literary. It's also backed by by statistics. Like women are not likely. To, they do poison. It's like look at all the women killers throughout history. It's a tremendous amount of poisoners. Um, 
but anyway, well, you know, it's not like medicine was so great back then and he was guaranteed to live. Uh, like, he would infection. Are we back to Robert Ra- Baratheon yeah. in the That's fantasy the times? <laughs> yeah. It's the near future. It's the near future past oh, fantasy. Yeah, like, that's, not, what that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the future. Yeah. Because isn't it weird? I don't know. I don't want to get it. I, I came into it late and I was like, well, are they British? <laughs> and the girl, and the girl they're was, British. The, yeah, the girl I was watching was like, "Nah, it's not even. It's, it's no, not technically. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. So yeah, I want to get into harvesting my own meat if possible. So, I mean, I might make so one cool. shot and be disgusted by it and never do it again. Uh, but it's the type of thing to like challenge yourself and be like, I, I've grown like a lot of my own food, like vegetable wise. Why not start with birds? Why not start with like a pheasant or a because pigs a wild in turkey? California are a tremendous nuisance animal. They're they're not they're completely invasive. Uh, they're very dangerous. They have once they turn like two weeks old or something like that, no more predators because we don't have like bears and wolves well, and shit like we used to. They're scary. They have tusks. Um, yeah. uh, when when I was growing up, our neighbors the Trintas they had a boar head in their garage above their door when you were going in from the garage into their house and it always like ah, freaked me out because yeah. their dad shot it. They, they wreak ecological hazard in California. Just the way they delicious. tear up the ground, just the way they wreck fences and kill off natural. Like they'll yeah, Matthew eat, court caring about all vegetarians, but van. like you like, like build like so something important. like here's my vineyard, whatever they will come crashing through anything you can build pretty much. And uh, this is scintillating. Have any jokes about it, Um, Adam? You want to do jokes on the stage? Yeah, Yeah, on the stage out there. Yeah, yeah, we're in here, but you can pretend there's people in the seats or how it works. There's there's always a listener. I'll go out there. Oh, he's gonna go out there. Well, our 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 first comedian of the of the day, he's double dipping, I guess. He's gonna head out (laughs) here and get to the lake for the sunset. Are people out there? Dave is supposed to be Well, no, there. not him, but like audience. Are people chilling at the lake? I was actually at the lake earlier today, yes. Wow. It's nice out, and it's so people are out. Right. so nice. Yeah, I had a good walk over here. Um, But I fucking... I wrote some jokes. Did you? All right, fucking sweet. Your first comedian, <laughs> he's going to tell jokes from the stage, and he's got new jokes. I wrote stuff today, oh, too. I actually I wrote... Matt's going up first. No, you are. Oh, great. Oh, All yeah. right. Here it. he is. The man, the myth, the legend, everyone. Adam Close. I didn't mean to pick this melancholy Miles Davis, but there it is. So you can use a bag of shame next to the next to the microphones. There's the bags. Everybody, Adam Close. Woo! We brought his own mic even. Look at this professional motherfucker. Look at that. It's a plastic microphone. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess. All right. That's perfect. That's a tall mic. It's a tall, lanky microphone right there. I can read binary code, but I'm dyslexic. So I'm not very good at it. Uh, sunburns. <coughs> sunburns are white privilege. 
there's a crematorium off the freeway on 580. And like I thought it was a fire, but it was just a funeral. Um, but, <laughs> but like it's in a it's in a strip mall. So like it's next to a bar. And I could just imagine like I don't know. I forgot how that one went. Moving right along. This guy told me his coming to God moment about how he became a Christian. And it was like he was asleep. And this demon came and visited him in the night and he couldn't move. And he was like throttled by the spirit of God. And I was like, bro, that's sleep paralysis. It's not... It's not God. God, the way people interpret God is crazy to me. Pam, did, did you go to Catholic school? Christian school, yeah. Yeah, Christian school. Well, I had a friend that went to Catholic school. And on the first day of school, the dean of students told an auditorium full of 14-year-olds that she was a virgin, <laughs> uh, that her and her husband only had anal sex because she was saving herself for God. And when he told me this, obviously that's a, that's a bizarre story, right? But like when he told me this, I was like, does God fuck us when we die? <laughs> Is that a thing? Should I, should I be expecting that? <laughs> I hope not. Um, my boss has been doing this weird thing. Uh, his daughter is 30 years old and single, and he's been trying to, like, um, scope out dudes for her, and it's really creepy. So, like, uh, I play basketball, and so he's asked me about one of my basketball friends, and he's like, what's up? What's up with Eric? Like, what's his credit score like? I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> like, that's weird. He's like, so what kind of place do you guys play at? Is there a locker room situation? I'm like, Yo, are you asking me about my friend's dick? It's inappropriate. At least that's inappropriate. Um, but it's also like, you know, good parenting. <laughs> He's concerned for his daughter's happiness, right? <laughs> Fucking weird, right? Okay. So there's coronavirus sweeping through the NBA right now, and it's kind of giving you a peek behind the curtain on the processes of the NBA, the inner workings of the NBA, right? Uh, for instance, there's like league-wide emails, internal emails, which means they have like an onboarding process at these NBA teams for kids that are like freshly drafted. So I wonder what some of their emails are when they're, you remember like, you're older, but I had an email that was like a uh, meat sword slayer. <laughs> it's great. 69. <laughs> so like, I wonder if any of these dudes are like big dick daddy, you know what I mean? Or like <laughs> if they're telling the Mavericks that they're like uh, backyard or backdoor baller, you know what I mean? Like, wait, what? 
What does that mean? <laughs> That's wild. Um, I find confidence in a woman very sexy. Um, like, do you know who Holly Holm is? Do you know who Holly Holm is? She's an MMA fighter. Okay. So, like, assume that you don't think she's hot. So I'm going to ask you if you think she's hot, and then you're going to answer accordingly, right? So you know who Holly Holm is? You think she's hot? See, I think she's super hot, like, because of her confidence. Like, I think it's super hot knowing that she would casually knock you out. <laughs> All right. That's it. She... She like, I don't know, she's got a lot of abs. She's not like stereotypically good looking. It's I think it's a niche joke. <laughs> Alright. There's a do you know that that like rap used to be called real rap? You know, like before it was called gangster rap, it was called real rap because you were rapping about like more realistic and not just like dancing and like Barbecues and stuff. <laughs> this is like early 90s rap. I love that I'm a white dude in the mission giving two other white dudes rap lessons. <laughs> white people, sorry for him. But yeah, and um, so like I always interpret rap lyrics through that vein, that or through that lens that like there had to be some sort of experience that was the etymology of these lyrics. And uh, like there's this dude, he was like a... He was one of the Dipset rappers. I don't know if it was Styles Santana or Jewel's P or whoever it was. And he goes, uh, I knew you were pussycats, all y'all kittens. If we was young and I was cold, I would have stole y'all mittens. <laughs> and I just imagine there's some dude in Harlem with like severely frostbitten hands. It's like, yeah, he did that. He took my mittens. And he rapped about it. He's profiteering on my pain. Did you like that one, Matt? Thank you. Thank you. I wrote one today, and I posted it on Facebook, and then I immediately deleted it. Oh, no. It was like, uh, in California, we don't really have the Klan like that. Like, I don't, there's not, like, Klan rallies and, like, hooded people like that. You know, in California, that's more of, like, a Southern thing. <laughs> Out here, we just have goatees. Like, guys with goatees, yeah. that's the... That was the joke. It was too spicy for Facebook. <laughs> Took it down immediately. All right, here's some jokes I'm working on. All those ones that I just did are, are perfect. <laughs> Here's some ones I've actually been working on. All right, hold on. As much time as you want. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. He's, he's taking, Adam's just taking a break from the stage, just took off his jacket, yelled at the people outside. No, it's all good. No, here we go. Part two, Adam Close. I broke a belt uh, earlier this week. My pants aren't going to stay. You guys uh, know who Scott Peterson is? Uh-huh. He allegedly killed his pregnant wife back in the mid-2000s, right? So 
you've ever seen a Scott Peterson documentary, they all start the same way. In a sleepy little town of Modesto, California. If you've ever been to Modesto, California, they're smoking big time meth out there. It is the least sleepy town in the whole valley. I mean, the whole valley is really just, there's not, you know how they're like, New York is the town that never sleeps? Yeah, different reasons. That's like, they're having fun out there. Out there, they're just, yeah, fucking meth, dude. dude there's people that live in hollowed out cavities under the overpass out there in the Central Valley. Like, it's a regular thing. They're like igloos, but they're in the overpass, and they're smoking meth. So they're not doing good things. In the <laughs> All right. So there's a new ad campaign from Heineken Zero. And it's like all of these things that you can do in the commercials because it's non-alcoholic beer. Like you can drink it in the commercials. You can, um, they got a thing where like the dude's driving around drinking non-alcoholic beer and the cop pulls him over. He's like, non-alcoholic. It's like, if you're drinking, non if you're drinking and driving with non-alcoholic beer, you have a fucking drinking problem. <laughs> like your family misses you. They want you back. All right. The plumbing union has been calling <laughs> the local the local twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> if you have a vanity plate, like a custom license plate, and the content that you chose to put on your custom vanity license plate is just a description of the car that the license plate is attached to. You're not very creative, and you have no reason to be vain. <laughs> did, did I take you with me on that Yay. one? That one was a roller coaster, am I right? <laughs> Furthermore, here's my thing about bumper stickers. Nobody fucking asked you. Just merge. <laughs> right? Uh, Stanford mom don't care. NRA, shoot yourself in the head. Uh, baby on board? Not for long. Just fucking merge. You know what else? Those fucking Toyota SUVs that look like cops? Go kill yourself right now. <laughs> Drive all of them into the ocean. I'm for the pollution. All right? A motorcyclist with white helmets? Fuck off the road, you cop-looking dildo. <laughs> I saw a cop searching his own car on the side of the road recently. What the fuck are you doing, practicing? <laughs> was fervently digging through that shit for the drugs that he lost that he was going to plant. <laughs> Never mind. Is there drugs here? No. Oh, that's my wife calling. I'm going to let that ride. I saw this dude parallel parking, and his face was all twisted up, and I assumed he was concentrating hella hard on the park job. But then he, like, got out and walked away, and he was just hella ugly. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, that's how you look? Jeez Louise, that's got a poor dude. 
gave him some money. He was like, I'm not homeless. I was like, you need it, dude. You're not. While we're, while we're just shaming people for other things. You ever been at, uh, Matt, you ever been working out at 24-Hour Fitness, pumping iron? And like a, a, a security guard with 30, a security guard. <laughs> a personal trainer with 30% body fat is like, hey, man, can I train you? And you're like sitting there, like, you know, in okay shape way better shape than this guy, and you're like, train me to what? How to fail the SATs? <laughs> you guys know all these ones, which is good. It's good. You ever, uh, <laughs> Matt, or no, this one's for Pam. Pam, you ever, you ever been in, like, the club, in the nightclub? Like, you ever been at Ruby Sky and uh, seen a girl on crutches? No. I've seen it before. <laughs> Maybe it's a San Jose thing. It could definitely be a, a, a South Bay thing. Now that I think about it. But nah, it's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Go home. You're hurt. You elevate that. Out here, fucking up my night. It was a crowd, so I didn't see the crutches. I was like, who's this chick? She's got a cool lean. She's got, <laughs> that lean's got a little character to it. And you know, I'm tall. So I crane over. I'm like, this bitch is on crutches. Not again. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm trying to even stop using the B word. Can't use the, can't use the C word. Can't use the B word. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know, right? Uh, girls in 2020 be like, I'm going to learn how to skateboard. I'm going to buy a thrasher t-shirt and then learn how to skateboard for Instagram. I'm going to buy some overalls and only wear one of them and wear a Thrasher t-shirt and then drink three White Claws and go skateboard for Instagram. You're going to break your fucking leg. <laughs> because You're not good at skateboarding, let me tell you. Matt, you remember back uh, in the late 70s when you were in elementary school? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't trying to insult you. But you remember that bullshit we were, they were teaching us? I also went to school before computers, so like, <laughs> remember, that remember that bullshit they were teaching us? They were like, uh, little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet eating her uh, curds and whey, right? How old is that? <laughs> they didn't write some new shit in a thousand years, right? The fuck is a tuffet? <laughs> I've never had curds. Kurdistan. Maybe. Never had that either. But Kurds are a proud people. We should give them some land. <laughs> you know, I'm, I got it all. <laughs> Shania Twain be like, okay, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much, right? Have you ever fucking seen Brad Pitt? Dude is hot. 
Yeah, right? Like, you see, smoking transcends time. Uh oh. Remember back in the day when you used to be able to slide down a slide? Now it just removes all of your skin. <laughs> it's the nicest day in the history of San Francisco today. I was coming in from Oakland and I was reminded that, like, San Francisco is the most beautiful city to look at from other parts of the Bay Area. Because <laughs> it's kind of gross down here, right? It's been better with Corona. Uh, I know we're not supposed to be happy about that. I don't want to get, I don't want to veer into, into politics again. But like, the city looks nice. The city looks nice driving around. They're going to write a book about what happened. They're going to do PBS, they're going to do a documentary about the internment camps, the homeless internment camps inside of the private hotels. I don't know. I'm not a filmmaker. I'm just a guy that used to work at Outback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I feel like I had a good one. Yeah, so you ever been to Pine Grove, Matt? Pine Grove, California? It's off of the 49, which is um, it's like a gold rush foothills part of town, 49. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of Pine Grove, California. I'll tell you why. My wife and I were coming back from Tahoe. And we stopped to get ice cream at this place in Pine Grove. And one of the flavors they had was Jungle Love, <laughs> which I thought was a crazy name. Because where I come from, we just call it having sex with a black guy. <laughs> right? Now, if you're looking at me and you're like, <laughs> look at this liberal cuck right here, uh, searching out racism where it doesn't exist. The flavor was chocolate banana. Oh my god. So it wasn't even clever. Lots of goatees in Pine Grove is basically <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> Call back. Yeah, that was natural. You like sports? Right, hell yeah. Woo, go sports. This year was not a good year for Bay Area sports fans. Um the Dodgers won the World Series. The Los Angeles Lakers won the uh, NBA championship. And if you didn't know, Magic Johnson is a part owner of both of those franchises, right? So now this guy has a championship in baseball as an owner, championship in basketball as an owner, five championships as a player, won a national championship at Michigan State, won the high school championship, Michigan Player of the Year in high school. It's like, golly. Winning is in this dude's blood. Is there anything he can't do? Of course, Magic Johnson famously contracted uh, HIV in the early 90s, and here he is, nearly 30 years later, still, still kicking, still winning, right? He truly is a Magic Johnson. Uh. Right. You might have seen this pink earring I'm wearing. There's an interesting story about it. I'll tell you now. I got it uh, in China. What? Town. Ah. And uh, I paid 250 for it. Still have the quarters they gave me back. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, the etymology of this ring is wild, right? Like, um, 
my friend was all drunk and he's married and he convinced my wife that the wedding ring is actually like an aphrodisiac to other women out in the streets and that while meant to repel actually entices women right and so my wife was like I w wonder if there's any sort of ring I could buy to absolutely repel all of the pussy ever and then a few days later this lovely ring arrived and she makes me wear it when I go out <laughs> it's working pretty well let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you no I'm just kidding man um, one minute thank you uh, my comedy career as you can obviously tell from this set is going very well <laughs> and so I uh, <laughs> I often daydream about like being successful and you know making it and having like money and all that sort of stuff and like not all the time but you know maybe like 40% of the time that daydream ends with like my wife like shaking her head and being like Hollywood changed you <laughs> 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 well shit man uh, my name's Adam Close thanks for having me Pam yay I appreciate it. Adam Close okay first a tuffet a tuffet is just a, like a footstool that's round that um, has like little, like um, not not a doily, but almost like it's like a it's like a round footstool that's upholstered and has those little like buttons that go down and it's round. Tuffets are super cute, um, and you're exactly right about the ring. I wear I'm not married anymore, but I wear my wedding rings to try to keep the flies away, but it actually attracts more men than it repels. So it's because because people think you have value. So people see me with my wedding rings on and they go, oh, some other man thinks she has value. She must have value. I am interested in that because they are not interested in me. I am so horny and I am in so much menopause. My eggs are screaming out of my body. I haven't had a period in 10 months. I'm just like, I'm, I want to Um, Your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody. Matthew Quirk. <laughs> I'm really proud of you guys for both having your own microphones. That's really good. That, if that feels like it took a while, it's because Adam is like eight feet tall and I had to reach up there and like <laughs> somehow disconnect the the microphone at the very tips of my fingers. Anyway, Pam, don't worry about wearing those wedding rings. and No one thinks you have value. Ah! Boom! Sexist. Boom! Started off sexual. Boom! Shots fired. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's great to see Adam here at Muni Radio. Uh, it's great to see him uh, out on Bond, I guess it is, from stealing that podium at the, uh, at the, uh, the, he looks like the guy who stole the, po oh, was it? Oh. He has a similar-ish look to the guy who stole the podium from the Capitol building at the incel insurrection. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested two days later. He'd already cleanly shaven his beard. Like, hey, I thought you were Proud Boys. What's up? You trying to trying to delete accounts and and ditch the paper trail? Yeah. Just like Peterson. Yeah, they don't they don't want to stand up for their for their acts there. Anyway, uh, 
speaking of that whole uh, incel rebellion, you think 600 bucks would have solved that problem? I definitely think 2,000 bucks would have. I'm waiting for my check still. Yeah. Uh, one of my Facebook friends said that he got a uh, stimulus debit card in the mail. He didn't get a check. He got a, de- a, a debit card, uh, which means they're finally distributing the national debt to all of us. We're each going to get our... We're each getting our little portion of national debt. There's your socialism. Yeah. So uh, speaking of all that incel rebellion and everything, uh, do you realize they were going to hang Mike Pence? (laughs) Mike Pence still won't vote against him. He is one serious ride or die bitch, in my opinion. Uh, Apparently Trump never called to check up on him. During that whole thing. Uh, but in Trump's defense, he thought the mob would have killed him by then. So he, <laughs> he just assumed. Don't blame Trump for that. Uh, everyone's like complaining about Trump's leadership. But do you know how hard it is to conduct a coup from the 13th hole at Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> he has tremendous leadership <laughs> skills. They're tremendous. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, yeah. So with all those goings on, uh, I think I might have to revive my uh, my personal political party, uh, the uh, Ginger Lives Matter. Oh. I'm gonna have to revive that. I need to reestablish my status as a person of color and distinctly separate myself from those people, those white people over there. I don't want to be. When the shit hits the fan, I want to be on the other side. Okay, I don't want to. I'm not backing their play for one second. I'm trying to be brave like Drea was yesterday and come up here with nothing and just reconnect with my with my memories of shit I wrote down on Facebook and then posted and then immediately forgot about because that's what that fucking shit does to you. I should write it down then I remember. Uh, anyway, uh, you guys know that there's a new football coach in town. Yes, the first Muslim professional football coach has been hired. Making him the first football coach in history to not break the Sabbath. (laughs) Adam and I are connected on this one thread where I posted that and someone tried to make it like, are you trying to call all football coaches Jews? And I was like... Clearly not, right? The, shit, the game's played on Sunday. And uh, then he pointed out that he almost went pro because he had played football for four years. And Adam was like, four years, huh? And I'm like, yeah, exactly, four years. That's high school football. That's high school. You're pretty far from the pros at that point, buddy. Uh, anyway, he seemed like a real charmer. Because he said, I don't know if you're being, you know, making fun of Jews or just being an asshole, but either way, I like it. And I was like, way to, way to double down on being a troll, man. Just lean into it, why don't you? Yeah, lean into it. Anyway, I was glad that I played football for four years or I wouldn't have understand any of his comments. Thank God I played high school football, too. You did? Lucky for me. Why are you so shocked? Well, Pam, (laughs) how dare you? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
Average height has increased tremendously with these. <laughs> anyway, you wonder how bad his knees are? I mean, I don't even know him that well, but I'm sure his knees are bad. You're like over 6'4", right? Yeah. You got bad knees, don't you? It's a curse being tall. Anyway, aren't I the hero of Mutiny Radio? I mean, didn't you see me boss that tall guy out of here? Come on. Roll that tape, would you? <laughs> I know it's loaded. There's a blank wall. I know it's loaded here just waiting to trigger every time I say something. You know, I recently met a couple comics. Some of them didn't know that that was me. And some of them who didn't know that that even happened. Good. Yeah. Thank God. Time has passed. Well, no, that's not good for me at all. Uh, and I had to do one of the things I hate to do most in life, uh, retell my heroics. Woo! I had to, uh, the, the joke is just that I had to gloat again and everyone knows I love that. It's not as funny now. <laughs> It'd be better if there was a people here to like, hint. Yeah. Uh, I was a nose guard and a linebacker and an offensive guard. A linebacker? It's not like I was all state or anything, but I mean, yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, I hit like a truck, Pam. I know. I, know. I mean, a Nissan four-cylinder, but technically a truck. <laughs> technically, a truck. Exactly. A, a, a Nissan is even a lesser version of those. Yeah. Kia. Yeah, the four the four cylinder quarter ton. <laughs> um anyway, yeah. Why why are you so surprised? Linebacker. It's not like I was great. I was, you know. And only until like your junior year does size really not make a difference. Like kids who are big when they're like 14 are awkward as fuck. They don't know how to do it. They're usually kind of flabby. If they are strong, they're not coordinated yet. You know, they outgrow their body. It's not until like junior and senior years in high school that the big kids suddenly become dangerous. And then all of a sudden having good technique doesn't really matter. You're just outside. So, so I kind of hung around until then. Uh, anyway, I've been noticing the artwork around here and I'm trying to think, was the artist like, is this all examples of what drugs he was kicking at the time? Like, that's coke, that's meth, that's PCP. Yeah. It's like, who, who is the artist? Pennywise? <laughs> These are all kind of scary in a playful way with like of all the possible colors they're like the most um down depressing tones of all the colors like in my opinion even the brights and it's all quite dissident don't you think that's my art critique this is great radio talking about art that no one else can see <laughs> Great radio. Uh, anywho, yeah, so we had this great incel rebellion. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I tell you what, it's uh, easy to be disappointed in those guys. I mean, for all that they did, it's just really easy to be disappointed in this whole generation's Nazis. <laughs> you know? Like, I do a lot of shitting on the younger generations. 
but I think this one, like, yeah, this one really counts. I mean, these these guys are a disappointing set of Nazis. Uh, but you know who's really disappointed in these Nazis? All the surviving Nazis. <laughs> They're like, hey, lose our number, punk. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, well, I mean, they were supposed to have a thing over at the Twitter headquarters after the one in Washington, D.C., and uh, none of them showed up because apparently San Francisco and Twitter have way better security than Washington, D.C. does. <laughs> but, you know, think of the Nazis. Like, they marched on Moscow in the winter. They weren't afraid of San Francisco, right? Like, what? <laughs> A couple of uh, gay eye rolls and some glitter bombs and you guys don't even show up? Like, what's the deal? Yeah. I mean, history might frown upon the original Nazis, but if they would have stormed Washington, D.C., they would have held that Capitol building. They would have been organized and way better dressed. Yes! Significantly better dressed than those guys. Anyway, we brought up that guy who stole the podium earlier. Adam Johnson. Now, there's one. Adam Johnson. That was like magic. Okay. Wait, womp. Uh, anyway, he stole that podium, but he looks like the kind of guy that would make fun of black people who would loot it like big screen TVs, you know? But at least the black people are going to watch those big screen TVs, right? There's no way that guy's going to start making speeches. It just it was still just lugging it around. Not, not oh, he was just hoisting it about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, that was the same. Those guys, right? That's the. Uh, it, I'm holding it for a friend. Drug excuse from the, that was blown out of the water in the '70s, like. Those guys tried that same shit when they're carrying all those zip ties. They're like, oh, we just found them and we were going to return them to the police. You know, like the police you were chasing down the hallway, you were running up to them to give them back their zip ties, I suppose. It's a pancake. Cleve Chavin to further emphasize his youth and vigor. <laughs> That's also great for radio. The guy who walked in is shaved his beard. Killing with the radio stuff. Yeah, disappointed in the Nazis. What can I tell you? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Although lately, uh, all these comparisons to what Trump has done, you know, they're like, what would our founding fathers say? And I think clearly our founding fathers would say, indoor plumbing? <laughs> joke thanks <laughs> they're like that's fucking amazing actually <laughs> joke. you know but they're making all these comparisons to trump and uh nixon like he's so much like nixon this is like the nixon thing that he's getting into but uh there's some pretty stark differences between trump and nixon uh for example nixon served in the military nixon had a dog Nixon could play piano. Dang. Yeah. Nixon was a lawyer. Right? 
Nixon actually won the presidency the first time. Uh, he actually won re-election too by a landslide. People sort of forget that. He he cheated he cheated for no fucking reason. That's how paranoid he was. Uh, anyway, also uh, Nixon could read. <laughs> Real good. Yeah. Nixon uh, also could answer questions from the press, even the lady press. He was unafraid. And believe it or not, Nixon paid his taxes. Oh, goodness. Yeah. How about that? (laughs) Also, there's one other key feature that distinguishes um, Nixon from Trump. Uh, Anyone know how many uh, impeachments Nixon had? Zero, right. Trump, however, has the bigliest. He has the most he has the most tremendous numbers when it comes to impeachment. His nobody has seen numbers like his. Nobody. That number? Two. Two, motherfucker. Deuce. Trump is dropping one last McDeuce here on the White House. On his way out the door. Fucking two. You know, most, you know, Trump, in, in Trump's defense, uh, most presidents have zero, right? What losers. <laughs> what losers. Zero. Yeah, he is skewing. The over, he, one of his most uh, noticeable features as president, he has moved the Overton window on so many issues, including impeachment, apparently. Anyway. The Overton window? That's like what's seen as normal. No. Because I'm painting a picture here. That's why. So, uh, for those of you thinking my comedy does not make a difference, I just uh, encourage Adam to learn. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome, America. Yeah. No, I'm not. There's still more. I still got to get a a pancake to learn something. Then then my third local comedy miracle will have occurred. My third one, yeah. I need to get Satan. No, my second one was here. My first one was at Brainwash where I did some laundry there, and uh, then I went home afterwards. Uh, totally forgetting my laundry, and I had to rush back the next day when they opened at like 2.30 or whatever it was. And uh, my laundry was still there, guys. Comedy miracle number one. <laughs> Comedy miracle number two was when I left my weed here at Mutiny Radio and had to come back two days later because it was like a Wednesday to a Friday. And uh, my weed was still here, guys, untouched. Miracle number two. And if I could teach both audience members to learn something, that would be, I guess, that still wouldn't really count, right? They have to actually teach you something, not actually just inspire you. Shit. How am I going to get beatified now, right? How do I get to be the local saint? I guess I'll just live with herohood on my gravestone. You're not going to encourage me to get sainthood here? Nobody? Okay. 
Heathens, I forgot. Heathens, I forgot. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of comparisons, they also make a lot of comparisons with Trump to Hitler. But I think those are really unfair because uh, Hitler also served in the military. Hitler could draw as well. Yeah. Hitler also had a dog and was vegetarian. No, dogs can't. Yeah, Hitler was a vegetarian. I mean, compare that to Trump's diet, huh? Take that. Uh, no, only like 80. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You got me there. I think you, I think you got me there. So anyway, there's a lot of talk around town about defund the police. I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, I sure want my refund from the police. Yeah. They snagged 27 pounds of my weed in 2009, and I would like it back. And if you can't give me that, how about the cash equivalent at 2009 prices? That'd be good. That would be good. I might even forgo interest. How do you like that? How do you like me now? So maybe I should get into my... I should try to remember my ginger. I threatened to redo my Ginger Lives Matter set, but I can't really remember it because I haven't done it in like four years. Hard R. <laughs> it's his joke. Yeah, I know, but it's like I remember the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, Ginger Lives Matter. I know there's a lot of Lives Matters out there, but uh, most of that's just a struggle for acceptance. With the gingers, we're actually struggling for survival. Uh, somebody sent me uh, a thing now that they got those uh, Ancestry.coms. Now they have all this math onto how many generations are left till gingers are just bred out of society. And all that's left of us is just the highlights and some lucky chick's hair. <laughs> it's like 14 generations or something like that, according to them. Anyway, I ain't no big math person or nothing, but hopefully that won't happen. What can I say? But it really is like a struggle for survival with like we got global warming and shit going on. Like how are we... I mean, I saw this thing on Facebook where they're trying to get all the gingers to meet at Dolores Park one Saturday. Do you guys know how fucking sunny it gets at Dolores Park? They were trying to snuff us in one clean sweep there. But I didn't fall for it. Yeah, I know what you're thinking, though. But, you know, here we are. It's winter time, right? Ginger latte, pumpkin spice, like pumpkin spice is just like a code word, right? For that's just how you talk about us without talking about us, and I find it to be insulting. And uh, I gotta tell you, like, we gotta take the G word back because I've been hearing you white people use it just a little too liberally out there on the streets. Okay, that's our word. You can't say it. And I don't want to hear this shit like, oh, my cousin's a ginger, so I can say it. That's <laughs> fucking bullshit. And I sure as hell don't want to hear you say that I said ginger, 
not ginger. So it's cool. It is not cool. <laughs> That's enough to make a ginger snap. See, you remembered your joke. I had to reach back for that one. <laughs> and you don't want none. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to... I want to, this joke works better if there's more women in the room. I'm just going to do it anyway because I need to, for, for memory. Adam has long hair. Yeah, but can he bear my children? By the way, I think your preacher was uh, dating a tranny or something. I think. Only doing the anal. I think there was a, you had to be here for that. Way long callback. Too late for, too late for effect. Uh, anyway, yeah, you know what? Uh, I got a solution, though, to keep us from being just wiped out, right? It's a solution you're not going to hear from the Democrats, and you're sure as hell not going to hear from the Republicans. Uh, so I'm going to have to say it here tonight at Mutiny Radio, and that is, please, fuck a ginger. <laughs> tonight would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you identify as ginger, Adam? Well, if you're a Dang. It's okay no. No, it's not insane. That's quite no normal actually. These these are affecting him the caramels because you have no microphone. <laughs> you can you can if you want to interrupt Matthew's set you can do it in here. I'm way over time though, right? Well, there is no time. Right, there is no You're time. Here. You're the there. Time is a construct. Yeah. Come back to the microphone and tell the story, silly. He's got a ginger story. I liked a bunch of sexy ginger pages, and my wife. Uh, Saw it all, and she was like, what the fuck? And so that was like five months into what is now like a six-and-a-half-year relationship. And so for the last like six years, it's been like an uphill battle with the whole ginger thing. I, I so you're not going to be a Ginger Lives, ginger lives Matter. Oh, no, absolutely. My dad had like a Ron Howard complexion. So oh. like I oh, got right. it. So these are your people. Yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. sure, for sure. So he's for back sure. in it. So maybe your kids will be gingers, and that's probably, you know, that's, that's a way to – Move the line along. I, I'm not expect. I don't need anyone to break their marriage vows or anything to keep gingers alive. I just, that was just a way. When I was single, that was for me to be desperate on stage and be all thirsty and shit and be vulnerable, be all vulnerable. I was vulnerable for a minute there, Pam. Yeah. Did you notice my vulnerability? Uh, anywho, so there is no time, but there is relativity and. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up here at Mutiny Land. Thank you for letting me drone on and on. Matthew Quirk and his Ginger Lives Matter movement with his own microphone. Uh, I'm also so horny. I wrote, I wrote a joke on Facebook this morning and it got a lot of play. I did stop biting my nails. They are really pretty. I'm obsessed with them. My fingers are so elegant, but it is impossible to masturbate. It was, it is impossible. They are sharp. 
They are sharp, is what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Um, thanks for hanging in, Adam. Um, your wedding ring is so pretty. No, your wedding ring, the black one. That's really nice. He's going to say something about it. Like, uh, quoted for like a $700 wedding ring. And I don't know if you guys know me, but I'm the cheapest dude you ever met in your life. And so I went back in there and was like, hey, I was in here with my wife last week. And we picked this, we picked this ring, but I'm gonna. We're looking online. I'm gonna need that seventy-nine dollar ring. <laughs> so that's the one on my finger. It's nice. discolored mostly, but now it's like Raiders colors. It used to be all black, but the black kind of wore off a little bit. <laughs> so now it's black and silver and black. It's beautiful. Thank you, Pam. It represents the commitment and the and the, the circle and the, all the joy and wonderment. All right, uh, looks. I, well, he just went outside for a cigarette, so I guess he doesn't want to do anything. Hey, have fun at the lake. I will. Later, guys. Yay. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. That was good. You had a good set. Are you going to the lake, too? I think I'm going to the lake. Mm, good for you. No, I'm not going to. I don't. Um, I don't. I mean, I'll just I'll close it down here, but I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't fuck with David. I don't fuck with David E. Comedy anymore, so. Uh, it's, you know, whatever. I should, because, but I just. Fuck it. Boys are dumb and stupid and, um, yeah, it is. It's dumb. And it's terrible because it, – and, and honestly, like, to get over there, I get over there, but then I have to get a ride back and I have to pay for BART. And, it, and really, it's like, how much stage time do I think I need? I own a radio station. Like, I've got to go to a lake and talk. I already did Drea's on Thursday. Like, I don't need to be that greedy. Well, you, you have another outlet. You are doing something here as opposed to doing nothing. Like, if you were right. just at home doing nothing, there might be a bigger pull. I know sure. it's a bigger hassle to get back to. I, I, you know, and it's. Well, I never. This will be a rush for me and Adam to be the last two if they don't leave early. Right. You know, like, right. <laughs> if they blow through people or the speaker burns out, like, this show yeah, might be over by yeah. the time. I mean, I, I've been, you know, th this there's. I'm aware there's complications. Yeah, and, but you live on that side. And so I do live fine. on that, so and I got to go back. on that side yeah, anyway yeah. also. So for me, it'd be like, oh, look at me, rush over there, and then uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All I, right. Well, thank you so much for coming peace. out. I really, really appreciate it and all the time that you're here and all that you've given. It was nice to hear you do an old joke. <laughs> it was. I need to do. I need to run some of my old jokes at some point too, but well, I, they're all in. There's a, like – well, I'm like, I don't really have 15 minutes. People are like, you have 15 minutes. You have more than And it's like, minutes. I do, but you I don't. You didn't even do any of your shitting on millennials. I love all of your paleo yeah. stuff. All of that. They're called but, chores. It's shivering. But all what I that, what I, what I have is it's disjointed. I've never ringed it all together. Like, I have other jokes that I remember, but I never fucking say, because it's like a lot of stuff is just like hits. Sure, it comes with Oh, I meant to say she, Kellyanne Conway and Bill oh, Barr. The, and you know what I think about all the time? Ketamine girls. Yeah. Um. Bill Maher stole my opening. I I I know that again. Joke, but this no, is like no. Uh, he keeps doing. Yeah, you're. He he, well, he think alike, Matthew. Yeah, I know, I know. But I like. But you're you. I like to lay claim. Your, your methamphetamine girl. I love that joke. I think about it all the time. I think it's so cute. I do. You you know you're you're um you're Thanks. you're fucking clever and you're always changing your stuff up. But don't forget it, that you have to keep doing old jokes so that people like. Right, and so and also so I, part of why I say I don't have fifteen is because I don't re do the old stuff with the rapidity to have like to be able to right. string together like 
five and ten well, and five and the ten. The problem five is and ten. you get so bored. Like I'm so bored of my feminist set. I'm yeah. just bored of it. It's like, I, I mean, I just have to act it out. There's the script. Do it. But it's yeah. I'm just so bored. Like there is something to tolerating saying the same shit over and over. Right. And, over. and so I try to make new stuff, but then I'm like, oh, if I do a real show, I need to do, I need to smatter new and old. Anyway, okay, go to the lake. Hey, babe. All right, thanks.
course, it's still, uh, <clears throat> it is still Lent. I got, uh, uh, two weeks from, uh, uh, two weeks. <laughs> Shotgun in his hand, would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
lucky. I'm having a real hard time with a short in the submixer, which is a bummer because I just bought this submixer. So, Oh, 
Tamna 